Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons. We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content. Stuff like weird sex things, and, um, and butts! We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show! Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics. Hello, and welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we charge to the ink to find hidden gems. I'm H.T. the Raccoon. I'm Casey the Dog. I'm Sir the Cat. Hi, everyone. Hello. I am just full of, I am just full of, God, I don't know. There's just, for some reason, I decided to be super energetic, even though I've had literally none of that today. So (laughs) I guess you should should make up for me then. That should be, (laughs) yeah, maybe you stole my energy. (laughs) I mean, I'm already picking up all your slacks all the time. So good point. No, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's what we do here on Toontown Public Works. You know what else we do here? We also watch cartoons that fell into the public domain or otherwise easily accessible. We also talk about cartoon news, which we are going to talk about right now. Yeah. So, um, first bit of thingy. Uh, first so bit just of thingy. A, yes. <laughs> first bit of thingy. <laughs> Get that I've on a throw pillow. HT the raccoon. First bit of thingy. It's <laughs> really nice yes. cross stitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh god. But anyways, uh so I've been watching uh the Gravity Falls box set. Yay! Yay. Yay. So, uh I guess this is a review of it? Um I mean like I've I've watched Should we uh should we do a spoiler alert before you go on? Or I'm uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna avoid spoilers, honestly. Okay. Um, there you go. But but um, basically, uh, so the box set uh, for those who don't know, so uh, Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, he wanted uh, Disney to release a full series, like the full series on uh, Blu-ray and DVD as like a complete series box set. Like he he doesn't know, but. Um, for whatever reason, uh, it's not common practice for, uh, like Disney or even a lot of like children's animated uh, places to release shows by season because in the past it hasn't been that lucrative or to release them in a way that makes any sense for anyone to watch period. (laughs) Maybe like, maybe they think, maybe they think like, Oh, it's, it's not usually these things aren't syndicated. That means they don't have any, well, I mean, they're syndicated, but they don't usually have like an overarching storyline. So they're like, yeah, we can just throw some random crap into a DVD. And it's like, We'll theme it around like episodes about pals or episodes right. where this villain shows up or something like that. I mean, the only time you ever really saw a like, I mean, it's not universal because I've definitely seen entire series on DVD, but it's like it's one of those situations where it's like the ones that would like get released are for like the big deal things like stuff like uh, Adventure Time or SpongeBob. 
Um, only very recently have we been seeing a resurgence of like the traditional box sets. Like, and it's also really annoying because there's a lot of uh, box sets out there that are incomplete. Because uh, so, like for example, uh, the Adventures of Pete and Pete. Only seasons one and two were released on Blu-ray. Season three, or on DVD rather, season three never happened. It was planning to be happened, but then Nickelodeon discontinued it when the previous two box sets didn't like meet up to their expectations. So they just never bothered to release them ever. Fun um, fact, Justin McElroy, I think, is starting to get a campaign going to uh, try and get season three of uh, Pete and Pete released. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, like, the, they've already gotten both Big Pete and Little Pete uh, to uh, get involved. Oh they, uh, oh, they got both Petes now. Oh, yeah, because uh, uh, they actually, Big Pete and Little Pete actually do a podcast together. Uh, uh, oh, that's so it's cool. Like, it's called The Adventures of Mike and Danny, and it's uh, basically about them, like, things are going on in their life at that point, basically. Uh, and uh, it, I learned about that because uh, Danny Temporelli did a reading of a Chuck Tingle porn, which is great. Oh, my God. Uh, it was amazing. It was fucking great. Um, but anyways, uh my whole point is this, is that it's not very common for, uh, like, people like Disney to release entire series just because of, like, a conceived, uh, but it seems like it's slowly changing, um, because eventually it looks like that, uh, Shout Factory stepped in and said, hey, we'll do it for you for cheap, basically, and, uh, Disney said, okay, and, okay, it happened, uh, and that's how we got the Gravity Hill box set, and when one of the inserts for the box set actually has a like a little leaflet thing talking about other box sets and uh, let me see. <clears throat> uh, 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 there we go. Is it that big? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's just I mean, he's that small. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little I'm a little boy. Um, but um, but okay, so like there's a they they have a collection uh for, for the collection they have is uh they had the complete series of All Real Monsters, uh Beetlejuice the animated series, uh nice. home movies, uh Cat Dog, uh and the Wild Thornberries. Like they have all of those on uh the complete series as like a, a different box sets that you can get. Um and they also did Gravity Falls and they actually had a special edition one which is the one I got cuz it came with like a there's like it comes in a really nice uh box set kind of case uh styled after like the journals and also uh it comes with a little hidden surprise which i will not ruin for you um and a funko pop it's also a no a, it's <laughs> not a funko pop it's it's honestly way more heartfelt a gruggle stand funko pop and it's just like <laughs> you you tap it it says buy more crap um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but like uh but yeah, like it's uh, but the, but the, blah 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 blah, blah blah blah. Got that, Alex? Okay. Um. So, I, so I, I I've been slowly working my way through, and it's actually pretty meaty. Uh, in the sense that like, so there's uh, a whole disc of bonus features, which are basically all the like a uh, a couple neat behind the scenes documentaries, including one with Alex Hirsch talking with his sister about their times growing up and how that inspired the show. Oh, that's uh, really like cool. Records, which is really, really cool. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of really cool behind the scenes stuff that was never shown before. 
Um, they also have deleted scenes, the form of like the recorded animatic like rooms team, like like the the uh, the boardrooms where they would like show off like the animatics and stuff like that. And Alex was reading them off to the rest of the crowd, like rest of the writing team, which is really cool to see. Um, and uh, also they have uh, uh, all the shorts and every major promo campaign that was ever done for the Gravity Falls, including all like the puppet stuff involving Grunkle Stan and uh, Old Man the Gucket. Um, and it's really rad. And every episode comes with commentary as well. That's a every big episode, thing. Which uh, I've I managed to get all through season one so far, both the regular and the commentary. Haven't touched season two yet. But uh, to kind of review what I've saw so far, uh, it's a really good collection. I feel like there are definitely some rough edges and you can see where some of it was kind of done cheaply. But I feel like that it really gets into the heart of how much, like how much Alex had to suffer to make this show actually anything decent. Um, can I tell you a dark secret I have about Gravity Falls? You can finish your thing first. Well, no, I was just gonna that. That's about it. Like it's it's really neat. I think it's actually. I just kind of wanted to go into the history of it being made and that um, it came out and it looks rad. And I really hope that Disney does this more often. I really hope Me that too. they. I hope they do it with, with Shell Factory. Yeah, I hope they do it with Ducktales. I hope that they do it for like honestly. I just want Nick and Shout Factory to do the Adventures of Pete and Pete, like the complete series. Just do that, please. Please, please, please. But yeah. Anyway, so my dark, dark my dark secret about Gravity Falls. Um, let's go back to the mysterious faraway year of 2016 uh, when I watched that show. Uh, at like in January, I didn't know at the time that it was coming to an end. Uh, but I started mm. watching that show, like binging it, like in January, and uh, mm. and the moment I caught up. So like I was able to watch them every day until until like that February uh and the, the moment I caught up was the week before the very final episode. So I watched Ooh. the penultimate episode. And because I had gotten out of the rhythm of watching them every day You've never for seen one week, one, have you? I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh my god. What? I've been sitting on it for two years. Two oh my whole God. years. Here's, here's the question. Because, like, did you stop, like, right before the three-parter? Or did you no, start? No, this was, I, I stopped at part two. What the so. heck? So you haven't seen the last episode of Gravity Falls. I haven't seen the last episode of the final three-parter of Gravity Falls. Oh, my Falls. God. So, like. KC, go to jail. <laughs> oh my god. I should. I should like, go to jail or at least watch the episode. I don't know. Like maybe I have like Lord. maybe I have like an attachment problem where I just don't want it to end or something. <laughs> <laughs> listen, KC. KC, listen to me. Black yes. and white stripes fit your fur color, so you need to go to jail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is appropriate, uh, I guess, but HT literally has stripes. I mean, yes, and a mask. but uh, I mean, but, but, but <laughs> prisoners don't wear masks. Burglars do. God. All right. Good um, point. Listen, yeah. I'll visit you all when it's time because I'm here. Okay. Why am I going <laughs> in jail? Why? <laughs> You're both Why going to jail, jail in this scenario. You've been bad boys. 
I'm not a bad boy. I'm not. <laughs> I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Casey is like. Um, but so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what my problem is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll watch it this week. I mean, nah, I feel dude. like I did this. I think I did that was something else. Oh god, what was it? Do 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 do, Casey. Yes. Save yeah. it. Save it for the spooky season. Save it for spooky times. Oh, I guess that's true. We do have Halloween coming up. I could, I could just watch the whole three part thing one day, in October. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of planned to be kind of a movie, anyways. Yeah. So you know. Good. But, then that's um, what I'll do. Okay. So yeah, real good stuff. Uh, definitely go get it. It's really good. Um, so Cirque, you have a new thing. Yes, I do. So, uh, the Burley's Chapman, I believe that's their name, correct? Yeah, the Chapman. Oh, uh, by the way, there's also a part where, uh, Matt Chapman, he was a writer for Gravity Falls, is on it, and he talks about how one of his early voices for a character was basically just deep, strong, bad. <laughs> <laughs> And he did an he did an, uh, he did that voice and it was just like oh my god what, <laughs> but yeah go ahead can't do this uh so so the brothers Chapman have had a Kickstarter out for a board game version of Trogdor, which if you didn't know was a running like joke character from. The Homestar Runner <laughs> website, which was... I literally I literally don't think anyone listening to this one doesn't know what Trogdor is. I literally do not think that's possible. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's be honest. There's always that possibility. But yeah, he is a gigantic dragon that's sort of shaped like an S who has beefy man arms and tiny little stub Trogdor legs. was a man. Actually, he was a dragon man. Or maybe Actually, he was, he was just a, dragon. a dragon. But he was still trapped But um yeah, so that Kickstarter, uh the game that they are making that uh it looks actually really fun. It's looks like a co- it's it's a cooperative card game with like board game pieces where you try to burn and burninate the entire countryside, including the thatch root cottages. Um, and burn and all the peasants and burn and all the peasants. And, uh, I just hope that they make more outside of the ones from the Kickstarter because, uh, it looks really fun and, and it's been I funded. didn't have time to back it. And it got, yeah. it was funded. Yeah. It was funded super hard. Close to like $1.5 million, which is, they, they deserve it for putting out so many good things over the years. Good job guys. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing how it turns out. Like, if it's a fun, enjoyable board game, then maybe, yeah, they'll do a second run. I hope they do, because I, I genuinely really want to play it. I really do. Um, But yeah, that, okay. that's cool stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, Casey, yeah. you got news? Nope. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> uh, I um, tried to find... I, I googled... Uh, I googled cartoon news and I found an article called someone actually fell into a cartoon hole and we're not joking. What? Uh, oh yeah, wait. I've heard about this. Let's see. So, actually, you know Anish Kapoor? Uh, no. Okay, so there's this artist out there called Anish Kapoor who I believe 
copyrighted and I think came up with something called Vanta Black, which is a oh pigment- that guy yeah yeah that asshole. Basically, Vanta Black is the darkest shade of black known to like man. Yeah, it is oh, yeah. paint wise, no light comes into it. It is yeah, a like, void. It literally absorbs light and it makes it. It looks like it gives a really cool optical illusion because of yeah. It. So he had an art piece in a museum. I was uh, Casey. Do you see the title of it in that? Um, the I can't pronounce it. It's Portuguese. Okay, uh, but it's spelled S E R R A L V E S Museum in Portugal. And all right, the art piece itself. Yes, that's that's the that's the museum. Okay. Uh, and uh, and a tourist f- fell into a hole. That's cartoon news. <laughs> we did it. Um, I mean, so so wait wait wait. So was it like a hole that was painted, and then the guy stepped on it and he fell through, or was it like literally a hole that was dug up and painted with the band of black, or what? What was it? So it's actually so I guess it's a. Uh, it's an optical illusion. It's a 2D circle, but and it looks like a cartoon hole because it's so black, you know, that it looks right. like it looks like it's part of the floor, but it's actually uh, eight feet deep and coated oh. in an intensely dark pigment. So that absorbs virtually all light. So a guy fell into it thinking it was part of the floor. <laughs> it's so significant. A man fell into a cartoon hole. That is uh, that is the news. He is recovering well. That's also good news. Uh, and significantly also, less funny to fall into a cartoon hole when you have to take a hospital trip afterwards. Yeah, although uh, Anish Kapoor, uh, the guy, the man you were talking about with that black pigment, I saw some. Uh, I saw some people who were making like a bunch of paints afterwards. Uh, like yep. someone made like the world's pinkest pink, for yep. example, and they and they said anyone but Anish Kapoor can use it. <laughs> so. <laughs> like there are now yeah. there are now several pigments that every artist in the world except for this one person can use because he is an incredible prick yeah so there you go i wish he would have fallen in the hole anyway <laughs> uh, uh, that's my anyways. cartoon news and it was a pretty good one i gotta say yeah oh one other thing one other thing um just because i don't think most people know that it happened uh marvel rising initiation released like at least the first episode was released on, uh, or at least a few couple episodes. I, I I actually don't really know the situation with it. Is it like a bunch of short episodes that they were just gonna air on thing, and then like they they made like a solid piece or what? Do you know, Cirque? Uh, I'm thinking it's a full series. Okay, because um, I mean, like but there it, there was, I the, the, it is also extremely like cloudy for me too. I'm guessing there were a few shorts or there might be a movie to start off the whole thing, but that's it. Well, okay, so there was the complete first like basically I think it was like being uh I don't know, but they they put up a whole like 22 minute uh episode of sorts uh of Marvel Rising Initiation and those who don't know who that is, uh that's the series that combines all my favorite Marvel characters, except for Rocket, which, fingers crossed, uh, to all together to, like, do a cool action, like, goofy comedy kind of thing. Uh, it has Squirrel Girl and Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Uh, Miss Marvel, 
uh, fighting Spider Gwen, who who has mis- been like a framed for murder, basically. And it's perfect. It nails these characters super well. Um, I loved it. It's gorgeous. I love the character designs. I love Squirrel Girl's design. They nailed Squirrel Girl's design so Squirrel well. Girl is, Squirrel Girl looks really good in it. She looks so freaking good. Um, and yeah, I, I don't want to go too long on it just because uh, I kind of already talked a lot about other stuff. But yeah, definitely check it out because I don't feel like a lot of people know that it exists out there. Because like it was out for like a few days and it had like 100, 150,000 views, which is a lot for sure. But not what I was expecting for a big Marvel thing like this involving really popular Marvel characters. I was expecting a little bit more, a lot quicker. So please, please go check it out. It's on YouTube, like completely free. So go. Go do the thing. Is that, uh, is that it? Are we, are we uh, cartoons? I don't really have anything else I want to talk about. So yeah, I think that's it. Um, I was gonna go see Christopher Robin, but then Movie Pass has been really bad oh, lately. So. I saw Christopher Robin. Do you want me to talk about that, or should you? We just wait until everyone's seen it. I rather talk about. I rather wait until we like I've seen it, just so we can talk about it and make, make it about me. You know. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's fine. I actually think we'll have a more interesting conversation about this if multiple of us have seen it. Uh, yeah, that's I, but the only thing I will say is it is worth seeing. <laughs> so okay, probably cool. see it, I think. Uh, all right. All so right. I will cartoons. see it then. I can't all believe right, that Ewan McGregor looks into the camera like 33 minutes into the film and then just goes, this is what it's like when you're a force ghost and then just continues the film. <laughs> I just love the part, the Ed credit scene where uh, Spider-Man comes out and then he says, fuck. <laughs> That's nothing to do with anything. Yep. <laughs> the the Ewan McGregor. That was a McBim Bam joke I just stole there because the once funny... again I'm stealing everything from the better podcast. Oh yeah. Now the <laughs> the Ewan McGregor thing that Cirque said with the with the Force Ghost is a little bit unsettling because Christopher Robin Milne was a real person. <laughs> that um, is true. But um, I guess also this isn't a story about Christopher Robin Milne. It's about first name Christopher, last name Robin. So. Yeah. Uh, first name Christopher, last, last name, name Robin. Robin. I don't know how to finish this rap because I'm white. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That didn't stop Vanilla Ice, which probably he should have. Anyways, no. Hey, I'm that man is that man is doing housing now. You leave him alone. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. This guy rhymed saying he was like a German Nazi. I I can make fun of him if I fucking want. Okay. Good lord. Wait, day really? Yeah, there's a there's a line that's like, uh, like he says, walking in step like a German Nazi, and it's just like, oh. what the f- what the fuck is wrong with you, Vanilla Ice? What the fuck? <laughs> anyways, oh. anyways, anyways, let's do the actual podcast. All right, that podcast is that we watch cartoons that have fallen into the public domain or otherwise easily accessible, as per the uh, this uh, collection of cartoons that we have gotten. Uh, called the Giant Six Hundred Plus Cartoons Collection, and uh, yeah, it's released we were... by Milk Creek, and it's rad. Um, I thought we were doing the actual podcast. What's the news part? Isn't that part of it? Well, I mean, it is, but not the thing that the podcast is named about. We're we're <laughs> so... ready. We're ready to go into our main segment. 
But before we before we go into our no. okay, what we do to pick uh stuff is we go through a list and we randomly choose three what, cartoons that we haven't watched yet. What but list? What list? Do what that, list do we well, go I mean, through? HD? I was going to mention the list. Subscribe to our Patreon. But you yeah, know, exactly. Sure. Okay, sir, you go ahead and tell everyone. Or right. I can. Well, I, I was gonna bring gravitas to it, but you could just say it. You could just say it, Cirque. Go on, say it. That's what I thought. Uh, Anyways, before that, cue the uh, infomercial music, because we're going to talk about our Patreon. Our lovely, lovely Patreon. I feel like that if if we don't have, uh, like, any music under this, then people are going to hate listening to us talk about this. So um, let's just put music here. Do you people like the Ren Seppi music that we got going on? It is public domain, just like the cartoons that we watch. Exactly. And you know how we keep it public domain? Uh, well, I mean, we don't keep it public Copyright domain. Copyright laws? We work, we work hard and long to keep these cartoons public domain, damn it. We, 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 punch, <laughs> Mickey, we punch Mickey Mouse in the throat until he gives up? <laughs> yeah. Mickey Mouse, who soon will be in the public domain, by the way. <laughs> that will be something. Yes. I can't um, wait until we can have Mickey Mouse, who is played by one of our editors on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> like literally <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> um, but anyway, so our Patreon, uh, which we were talking about before the digression here, um, basically uh, it's just how we pay our editors who are working really, really hard to make this listenable which I don't understand how they can do it so well every week. I literally don't understand, and I feel like we should be paying them more, which is why we need you. Uh, You, the audience, you should be paying us. Why? Because uh, if you do, you get some cool stuff, like you have access to a newsletter that we write every week, where, or not every week, but every month, uh, of just stuff that all of us, including our editors, have been uh, into recently that are not related to cartoons. Uh, we also have a uh, bonus podcast called uh, Toontown Nights, where we watch cartoons, that, uh, cartoon movies that are uh, really, really bad, but we have to say something nice about them at first. So uh, why don't we tell so them we can... what's coming up on the list of our uh, of our recent poll? Oh yeah, by the way, yes, we do have a poll. So uh, we the poll, the movie we decided is based on the poll that you vote on, um, and the poll for this week is uh, basically losers from previous polls uh, that I've been uh, interested in to be subjected to. Uh, Boy, the, howdy, are they some choices. Uh, they are uh, B-Movie, uh, which I've had people say that they actually like B-Movie. I've never seen it, can't say it, but that's fine. That seems um, like but, being Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, it really does. Um, and then there's also... Uh, uh, there's also uh, Chicken Little, the Disney one. Uh, not the short that's really good that was World War II propaganda. The the movie that more people actually probably would associate with Disney Chicken Little. So I don't know why I even brought the other one up. Uh, probably just because I wanted to talk about it. But anyways. Uh, Zach Braff's also- Final Sand. <laughs> Zach Braff featured in Kingdom Hearts 2 as Chicken Little. Um, and featured <laughs> in Zach Braff's Cowboy School. <laughs> Um, remember Scrubs? Anyways, uh, <laughs> remember Garden there's State. There's also there's also uh, 
There's also a Woody Woodpecker, which is a movie that isn't animated, but stars Woody Woodpecker anyways. So He's a CGI okay. boy in that. He's a CGI boy, and he farts. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, uh, you vote on the pain we suffer, and then we have to say something nice about it. So you have to watch us, listen to us suffer. And I get, I get drugged pretty much every episode, and sometimes I go on rants about, like, that's in Euro Disneyland that's not here uh, and get really jealous about it because I'm a huge dork. Uh, and uh, it's a good time. It's a real good time. So, uh, yeah, uh, just how many, $5. How many, how, many, how many patrons would we need to get to watch Garden State? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I know that there is a goal that I set up when the Patreon started that if we get $2,000 a month, we'll watch Sausage Party for 24 hours straight. <laughs> and I am willing to stick with that. <laughs> I, say so if we, that uh, I say if we double that, then, uh, then we should start a new podcast where we watch Garden State once a week. Like... <laughs> And, and talk about it. What is your fucking obsession with Garden State? It's the worst movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, so, I got a question before we go on. But actually, continue, HD. Well, I was just going to say that you can get all that bonus content for just $5 a month. That's really good stuff. Uh, good and again, that, again, that helps us out a lot. Like, it helps our editors actually being paid and uh, it, you know, do it, please. I, I would really, really love it if you did. I, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll give you a hug. But legit, legitimately, they, Alex and Aki do you hard work for us, and we would appreciate it if you helped support. Them. And we would I mean, appreciate was... it if you didn't laugh at doo doo. <laughs> Ht, what did I just say? <laughs> Anything. <laughs> Cirque said they do okay. do lots of stuff for us. Uh, now I'm angry. Anyways, <laughs> me too. End the commercial. <laughs> One last thing before we get started. So the no, we're done. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So the 24-hour version of Food Fight, the stream is called Martin Sheen Dog. What would the 24-hour version of Food of sausage party be. We'll have to brainstorm that. <laughs> uh, f- f- food, f- food orgy. I don't know. Hmm. That's li- like there's a there's a ten minute scene at the end of this food just fucking each other. It's fucking stupid. We I hate can't it. afford to have a food. We can't afford to have a sausage party conversation right now. We need to get into the. <laughs> no, we can't because I want to actually talk about the things we actually talk about, and we do that via. The list. So, Alex, drumroll, please. Oh, hey, uh, we are going to watch uh, another Alice cartoon. Oh, shit, yes. We, yeah. hated, we hated the last one. Why are we well, we hated the, the last, last one, one, but I felt I like, like that was an outlier. We hated we hated a we hated a, an important element of the last one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fine. Okay. That so. one won't come back. All right. Well, hopefully this one's better. Uh, about okay, that. Okay. So <laughs> this one's called Alice's Tin Pony. 
So, uh, this one was fun. Um, this one was really fun. As usual, the title character, Alice, does surprisingly little in it. <laughs> Except so, wear really short shorts, <laughs> which is really uncomfortable still. Also usual. So, um, let's see. I but, liked this. Um, I, I liked mean, this more than the. Uh, I liked this more than the last one we watched, and I, agree. I probably liked it about as much as the first one we watched. Honestly, oh I yeah, was, the first one was a class. Yeah. I I vaguely remember the first one, but I'm I'm gonna vote for maybe this is the best Alice short that we've seen. Well, the fir- the first one is the one that's all about the rats in the house and like them like getting the cat drunk and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and Alice yeah, is like, in that one for like a grand total of like point seven seconds. Uh, yes, yeah, so, she's barely in. Look, that one. this child actor had a really good agent. Yeah, she Not was. Good. She was. <laughs> she was the Godot of that picture. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, I wonder who they're gonna cast for Gato for the Waiting Gato movie. Waiting, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. What you're <laughs> All right, so, uh, th- uh, so there's a train. <laughs> How do we start this one? Okay, I was okay. Um, was, was I the only one confused about the situation with the train? No. Because like, um, uh, well, I think I mean like, because uh, like, okay, basically, what happens is that you come. The first scene is. Uh, the not Felix the cat cat, uh, coming in with a big box, like big like stack of like suitcases and luggage and stuff like that, uh, to a train station, uh, and it's, with Alice nearby and stuff. It's and, their train um, station. They own it. It's called Alice's Railroad. Is it? Yes, like, it is. I, 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 Okay, fair, fair. I guess I just didn't catch it because I thought it just, I thought, because at first I thought what it was is that they were just boarding the train and then they were out of, because like there's a part where like he was like, oh, I'm all out of money. Uh, like I, like he was going through his pockets or something like that. He's like, oh no, I don't know. Uh, and uh, I thought what the, they were going, because then it does cut away to a, uh, a shot where like there's an armored uh, like box being carried by some mice and like some army people There's that says like uh, the big, uh, payroll uh and i thought and like when they, they were pointing when alice and uh, the cat were pointing at that i thought are they gonna rob them <laughs> like i legitimately thought that walt disney was gonna make a cartoon about <laughs> about these cats and this little kid stealing from the government um <laughs> um and no nah, uh, they're they're just they're transporting it on their train which comes out of a roundhouse which i believe is a term for where they keep trains it's like a train stable Yes, but I don't think it's like a toothpaste tube that trains come out of. <laughs> like, sure, I don't no, think it's... probably not. That's that's no. how it works in the cartoon, though. They just squeeze their asses on out of that roundhouse tube. But like, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that kind of bothered me the most because I just didn't understand that. And I think that was my bad because like the aspect ratio for the tune we were watching, like it was normally like movie theater like size because like, but then like it was cut off so like part of the text was there so i didn't i guess i just didn't really process the fact that it was alice's railroad that's um, fair but um i mean like yeah from that's what i was i was kind of not into it at first but then the best character of this cartoon showed up and that is the fucking cowboy rat <laughs> like oh my god i love this like he i don't know ex- why he looks extremely uh, like mickey mouse 
I mean, I think it's kind of there. Um, he's too. He's a bit taller. I feel like that his ma- uh, his snoot is a little too pointy. Fair enough. Um, which the is proto mouse, but like, proto. yeah. I mean, it's sort of a proto Mickey, but like, uh, but the whole point is that he is not like Mickey Mouse because he smokes and drinks and kills people. He kills <laughs> and he he commits many a violence upon many people. Yeah, because like the okay, so. Um, the first shot you see of him is like him leaning against a tool shed, smoking a cigarette while wearing a sombrero. Uh, and he's wearing a cowboy. Yeah, he's well. I think I think it's supposed to be a cowboy hat. Sure. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's just sitting there, and then he sees the the payload, the big uh, the pay uh, payroll, and uh, he gets like a devilish idea, and then he takes his hat off, throws it to the ground, and it turns into a motorcycle because, of course, um. Like that sounds like something you'd see from like a uh like an anime like like a evangelic evangelical kind of anime thing or something you know like uh just some weird helmet thing that you take off your head and it turns into a motorcycle you know sure mm-hmm. I I don't know maybe I'm just talking out my butt but either way this cat this 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 rat possesses technology way above his years uh and uh. He starts chasing. Well, he he he's going to a bar. Uh, and there's some shenanigans that happen in the train. The cat which, takes off his own fur, like it's well, a, okay, like it's like it's a mascot costume, and then he he staples his tail to the bottom half of his fur to make like sort of an overalls type wear, and also yeah, he sets it, himself on fire on accident. It's it's. We got some laughs out of that. I mean, it was definitely surreal because we were making a joke about how neither one of these characters, neither Alice or this cat, wear any pants. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a there's a part where uh, there's a part where like the cat literally takes off his fur as if it was an outfit. And I'm like, and like he's like, and it just looks like he has flush under there. Like you could see like the little nubby things from like his ankles on his feet area he's just and like i'm just like yeah his pants his pants fall off three times i think right much like ogres something like that cats have layers (laughs) but like it's just like i'm expecting like a giant dong to flop out like the third time (laughs) the pants fall off um but like I don't know. Well, but a like, giant wait. dong does flop out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get there. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. No spoilers, Casey. Okay. Um, but uh, this is a cartoon with many wonderful things in it. But then, like, the best scene happens, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why scenes like this always get to me and like just make me so giddy because, like. It's it's basically the scene is that there's this bar that all these rats are like at. They're all drunk off their ass. They're dancing around, and like there's a main baddie rat who is like, uh, drinking uh like like from a whiskey bottle and then throws it at a guy's head who doesn't react <laughs> because he's half asleep or possibly with dead. a cigar in his mouth or possibly dead with a cigar in his mouth, and like. He, there's a woman that tries hitting on him, him, and he's obviously gay. But then, like, but then, like, he then hits her, which is not okay, dude. Uh, I don't care how gay you are. Um, and then, like, 
like then like another rat who's drunk just like dances and bumps into him and then he literally fucking shoots him through the chest and like there's actually really I actually really like that scene a lot because uh, the, ma- the the mouse like looks through the hole in his chest and then melts into a pile. He doesn't look and, through uh, it. But- he sticks his whole head through the hole in his chest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's great. And then what? he shoots the hat and then it grows angel wings and flies away. It's great. <laughs> I missed uh, that part. <laughs> one, one of the um, things it- we should mention, everybody dancing in this scene, scene sped up to shit. It's great. Oh yeah, they did not know the real speed for this scene at all. Um and uh yeah, it's it's a great scene and again, I don't know why animals dancing and drinking and smoking and like killing each other is like the thing that makes me giddy about cartoons like these, but it is cuz I guess it's it just unexpected. like it's unexpected because you don't expect this to be in a Walt Disney cartoon. That's definitely for sure. Because this is literally by Walt Disney. I yep. And it's like all these idol shorts are by Walt Disney, if you didn't know that. And it's just, it's great. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, well, so the rat that from before comes in, he tells the other rat who has a pig leg. I forget to mention he also has a pig leg. Uh, which once again shows Walt Disney hates people with peg legs. Um, uh, and he just like the, the, the peg leg rat just grabs a bunch of other tiny rats and gets on a motorcycle with a bunch of rats behind it. And then just from there is just like chasing after the train and then like shooting at the train constantly while Felix just kind of dances around it. Um, he grabs a bullet and the bullet turns into a tiny person and punches him in the face. It's pretty good. Which is which is really good. It's good. And then, then Casey, what happens? Um. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I mean, let's let's be honest. The cat's tail <laughs> extends uh, and wraps around the the train track and reels it up. Uh, but that was the giant dog that I was referring to earlier because I was watching it looks this like on it, a very. <laughs> it looks like it goes. It's coming through his legs a little bit. It, yeah, it, it goes through his legs and like it. His it just looks like the rest of his body. So it just it's his <laughs> d- dragging the the, the, yep, the train rails his, off. <laughs> <laughs> his horrible, horrible duck. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then they, uh... The no good, horrible, yeah. no good. <laughs> the very bad, no good, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, so then the the mice all drive off of the edge, and they fall to their death, and I think that's where it ends. <laughs> yep. Like, right? the, we sh- Alice and the cat laugh at them. Yeah, okay. we should We should mention that, like, in the bad guy bar, the, the main rat villain extended his bike and then got a posse that is true yeah they all look and like him only shorter and it is wonderful it is great it is really good so we um, got we got two train robbery cartoons uh in, in two a row episodes. yeah so if, if next if, if uh if our next episode has a train robbery then we will celebrate. Our audience somehow. wins a special part. We really, we really yeah. should actually do something <laughs> with these patterns or something. Yeah, like, I'm always like looking if, out for them, but they rarely come into fruition. There was the bird episode, I guess. Like we we do something special if like we get all three in a row or something. 
Yeah, let's brainstorm that. Yeah. Bird pants. Um, let's watch another one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So, Alex, drum roll, as I pull out the list. Okay, so we're going to watch uh, a new series. Oh? Ooh. Uh, it's a Gabby cartoon. Gabby. Uh, Gabby. Gabba? Gabba! Gabba! And we're going to watch a tune called Swing Cleaning. Gabby and Swing Cleaning. Swing you centers clean? Gabby and Swing Cleaning. Gabby in swing cleaning. That's a vocal exercise. <laughs> We're out of ideas. Uh, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and watch it. You like swear to blood feed on this guy. Okay, okay. So when I heard the name Gabby, what I pictured in my head was like a precocious young little girl child, yeah. kind of. The same I was thinking like, like a little Lulu type thing. Same, actually. Yeah, yeah. But it turns Lulu. out it's well, it's turns out uh, it's not a cute little girl thing. It's a annoying chipmunk face. It's a, a chipmunk a, faced, chipmunk voiced dipshit. <laughs> It's just and a I tiny, a tiny little Bill Murray. <laughs> no, no, please. Bill and, Murray's uh, likable. <laughs> like, God, I just. His, his character's all right. Whatever. Never mind. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is a, it's a Flesher Brothers. No, it's a Flesher Brother cartoon, I suppose. Um, yeah. And uh, it is about a little gnomish uh asshole who lives in a castle that rhymed and he, he they, uh, uh he's called Gabby because he doesn't stop talking that's the thing yeah he, he's a gab I mean, he's a glob go gab galab and he uh <laughs> and he uh he lives in this castle and everyone is supposed to clean the castle and the king he t- Gabby tells the king that he'll take charge and the king is relieved, so he reads his old West stories, and then Gabby begins to do everything wrong. Um, Look, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think that, like, in an, ice, in, in, in an isolated chamber, the gags that happen in this short are funny. They are good okay visual gags and like kind of a there's nothing wrong with a character who is trying to do their best at like doing something but are completely incompetent in doing so uh and like messing up anyone's like everyone else's plans along the way uh there are plenty of good cartoon franchises and non-cartoon franchises based upon that exact same premise the problem here is that Gabby is terrible. I he's hate just, him. He's real he's got a really fucking annoying voice and he's very abrasive. Like he's abrasive and it's like 
he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever. He is nothing. No, no, no charm, no cute look, nothing. There's literally, like, there's nothing that's, like, nothing that makes you go, oh, hey, uh, he may get everything wrong, but it's funny. I like this character. No, he's just a asshole who has an annoying voice, looks like a, like, like a creepy, he looks like an English teacher, uh, and <laughs> what? Just, <laughs> he and, looks like, like Bill Murray. <laughs> But he just looks like this ugly, ugly, ugly thing. And I just, I can't stand it. Like, there's nothing for me to attach to with this. I guess I'm supposed to laugh at him. But then he's not doing anything to hurt himself. He's doing stuff to hurt other people. <laughs> and doing in the vein of something like that. I get enough of that in the White House today. <laughs> Am I right? But I'm, um, shh. Anyways. Topical um, joke. Topical. Humor. Politics humor. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. I don't. There's nothing to, for me to latch on with this. Like, the basically all that happens in the short is that Gabby ruins everyone else's lives. And then after pissing everyone else, everyone off, the king orders everyone to beat him. Like, that is hey, the cartoon. Like, his, his comeuppance is not worthy of the amount of damage that he does. HC. Oh no, he should be executed. He should be H executed. No, you said that. What do you think that ending was? I mean... They hit him with brooms until he died? Is that what look, you're implying? Look, way back when, the punishments were extremely cruel and extremely unusual. So hitting so hitting people with a broom until... I guess that's true. It, it is fitting. It's, it's the, a death with a thousand paper cuts, basically. <laughs> But that's also a punishment for the people who have to keep hitting him with brooms and mops until he's dead, because that would take a long time. And they'll be so tired and they won't be able to clean up their own mess. And then they will get executed for not cleaning up the mess. So it's like everyone dies. It's they, horrible. They need a union, goddammit. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess... I don't think we have to give a full play-by-play, -play, but just, like, some examples of ways that Gabby ruins everything uh, is, like, uh, like he goes up to a painting that a guy is dusting, and he's like, that's not how you clean a painting. First, you have to dip the towel in water and soap, and he dips it into a can of paint thinner that is there for some reason, and he wipes off the painting, and then he draws a new picture inside of the I mean frame. Very I mean, behold the monkey it, style there. Yeah. Like, like it's just like where like it's not trying. It's not like there's no reason why that paint thinner is there. There's no reason why that person needed paint thinner. Like, and I'm not trying to like poke holes in logic and cartoons. I'm just saying that that joke, joke doesn't work. Lame. Yeah, helium, it doesn't work. Helium for dirigibles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. He, so uh, yeah, uh, let's see. And and there's a part where like a guy is unrolling a carpet, and he's like, "That's not how you roll a carpet." And so he rolls the carpet back down the stairs, and it swallows multiple people at a piano and crashes through the wall. Like, okay, uh, so we watched a cartoon that had a similar sort of premise in a way, uh, and that was the Little Lulu cartoon uh, at the mall. Like, it's. It's basically uh, yeah, a character. Is... Well, the, the, well, I'm just saying it's a character annoying another characters 
and destroying property uh, through them, like, doing what they want. And in Lulu, I mean, there, there are definite stark differences, but I think those differences are why I love that cartoon and hate this one. Well, the, because, the big, the big, big difference between the little Lulu cartoon and this one is in the little Lulu cartoon, we hate the people who we hate the guy who's getting his shop wrecked. And this one, yeah, they're just they're just people who are doing their jobs. <laughs> yeah. They're not and, jerks. Like and literally, Debbie is just being destructive. They seem nice to enough, folks. people. Yeah, it's like so God, like it's it's like. <laughs> It's like it. It's almost an anti joke. It feels like one of those. Like oh God, I don't know. I just I. I it, it harkens back to my problems with a lot of cartoon media from the nineties, which is like well, not in the nineties. It was like the late like late nineties, early two thousands of just like tunes where people are major like where there's one major asshole character that's ruining the lives of people who don't really deserve it and yeah. i don't like that i don't i just don't i really we were chained to this chode for five minutes and then the five minutes were up and we're happy now that we're no longer chained to him i'm just i'm just there we have is, more gabby cartoons there, on the list that, i think i feel like that's I, a good i don't way to want to he's imagine short, what they're like unattractive and <laughs> i don't if there's like anything like this I just don't want. Is that to, what you think of Chodes? I don't want to watch them? <laughs> I, <don't. laughs> I guess. <Ugh>. Okay, <laughs> that's bad. Anyways, I just—is there anything else to say about this? No. I no. think we—I okay. think we've covered our bases. Okay, I—I'm I, just this made me miserable. I want to move on, so please let us go back and hopefully be saved by. The list. The list giveth, the list taketh away. All hail the list. All hail the list. Drum roll, Alex. Okay, sure, fine. What is it? You don't sound happy about it. I mean, I, I don't know what it's about. Um, but it's, it's, I don't even know who stars in it really uh it's just one of those cartoons that just sort of has a thing okay on it uh so we're gonna watch a short called um hawaiian birds oh okay So, uh, uh, as it turns out, this is a Max Fleischer cartoon, which kind of makes sense because it's really pretty. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's, uh, there's a lot of, I think it was both, I think it was both the Fleischers, but really, yeah, it was, it's directed by one, but then the other one like did like the animation, which is basically how it worked. I believe from what I understand, it was one of their color classics. Um, they show you and, all. Uh, it's 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 a gorgeous gorgeous cartoon. God, it's lots beautiful. of multiplanar stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot of really great uh, bird designs too. I really 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 love the bird designs in this so much. Um, 
But also, uh, I mean, I really like this cartoon. I really, really do. I just want to preface this before I say anything else. I really like this cartoon. I do too. Um, There is a content warning that I think we're going to have to issue for it. Uh, Yeah. um, So uh, um, content warning regarding uh, like. Attempted suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. Yeah. uh, That's uh, that's a spoiler. It it comes really out of left field. There is. Yeah. an attempted suicide in this cartoon. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's okay. uh, <laughs> it's difficult so, to, because it's it. This cartoon is wild. So like it's uh, it starts off innocently enough, like with with two birds flying through Hawaii. They are in love, it, presumably on like their honeymoon or something, right? They, uh, yeah, they got they got the typical music playing in the background. The what is it? The ukulele and stuff. The uh, Aloha Hawaii song. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, there, it's a, it's like a nest weaving birds. Uh, so, uh, so the, I like that detail. It's yeah, great. I, so, I, I love those birds. So the 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 boy bird, I guess we'll call him, <laughs> uh is weaving the nest while the girl bird watches as uh, uh, a series of wealthy other birds. They're Orioles. Are dancing. Yeah, Orioles are, are dancing on another branch and she is wooed by one of them while, uh, while the, the while the boy bird is making their nest while the boy bird um, is psycho crushing into the uh, side of the house to make a door for it yeah he's working really hard to make this lovely house while his uh either wife or girlfriend uh uh becomes interested in another man and they fly Away across the ocean. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. Um, we also have to. We also have to mention that the reason that like she flies away is that they are like, like we said, they're sort of a singing and dancing like jazz troupe, and she's good at singing and dancing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like it's a. It's like a. They they're a big band kind of thing. They're like, and they actually really have a good dancing singing routine that happened, and it's they like do. one of my favorite moments. Of the short, I like, love them except uh, for later. Yeah, except for later, but like up until that point, they were perfect. Um, uh, they have like these neat, neat little dapper costumes, and they have those little, little ankle things that are like cuffling things for their feet, and the dangles off the nothing, and it's just great. I always love that design a lot. Um, but like, okay, so. She goes because she wants to be, you know, a singer, and they ask invite her to be part of her dance. Uh, the, his dance routine, and he, she, uh, she agrees. Uh, so they fly to New York City, uh, and finally, the boyfriend realizes this uh, when he's all done making the nest, and then he finds the note that's left with the lay that uh, she left behind, the like little flower necklace thing, uh, and the uh, yeah, it's uh, and then he gets really sad. And then he decides to fly up north as well. Wait a second, um, was it was it New York City? It they, they never say, but it seems like New York City. It okay, because that would that would mean that that would mean not only did he cross the ocean, but he also crossed the continent of the yeah. United States. <laughs> so he, so that would be that would be 
one hell of a fly. Uh, so he has I mean, a fantastic journey that we do not see. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, I guess it, I mean, like, I would say otherwise it'd be like L.A., but it's snowing the entire time. That's Maybe there. Seattle. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, uh, whatever. Know. It doesn't matter. They're go- uh, a city. <laughs> the big city. city. The, the archetypal city. big city. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so in, in an extremely miserable section to watch, the the bird uh gets cold feet on the wires uh these little peats get so cold and then he tries to woo what turns out to be uh a hood ornament on a car that's shaped like a bird (laughs) i mean i i interpreted that as that he saw a bird that was frozen so he was trying to save it but then it turned out it was just the hood ornament that's okay sure yeah so it's very grim and uh like unfittingly so and uh and uh well it's it's this type of story so it it it, what i'm saying is like for for a cartoon that seemed to start out so happy (laughs) this cartoon really i mean it's like it takes a nosedive it takes that was that was a a very poorly chosen phrase i'm sorry um i didn't mean Um, that but okay so basically what happens is that we then cut to this oriole uh club that's in like a street lamp thing um that's on top of building and we then see her the little uh the uh the woman uh bird being kicked out uh and she's begging and pleading and pounding on the door to let her back in and whenever the guy, the oriole comes back out to the start he just like gives her a glare and yeah. then literally beats her. he has this he has this awful voice oh my god yeah he has an awful voice and like um and he just beats her like he beats her that's what he does and it's just like, w- w- what? Yeah, on today's cartoons, we had a two for three in terms of assault. Uh, so yeah. that's not great. Um, no, and uh, And she's in the snow. And th- this is this is where the, the content warning becomes relevant because uh, she, uh, she pulls out a photograph of her husband slash boyfriend and weeps and... Uh, and ties uh, a, a thread around her uh, wings and then attempts to jump off of the building. And um, by attempts, like she no, like she, she hesitates does. several times. Yeah. And that's, she, uh, that's, she, that's, she that's the disturbing thing. It. Like that's like, like even like a cartoon suicide, which, okay, isn't funny, but like, in a cartoon, so usually it's just like an overdramatic, yeah. oh, and then well, just like, like this, and this wasn't, off the building. This wasn't played. This definitely wasn't played off for laughs. Well, no, 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 no <laughs> like, exactly. That's, 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 that's the, what I'm trying to. That's that, That's what I'm trying to say. Is yeah. that like, in like a normal, like you expect that if they're trying to make a goofy kind of like kind of kind of thing, then they would make play it up and then just like jump over off and it'd be like all oh, like a, like no hesitation. She's like crying in the snow it's very and like tying herself and, and when she tries like whenever she gets really close she closes her eyes and then she just steps back and and then like has to like in like in hesitation it's just like oh my god what the fuck am i watching <laughs> like i mean they're being okay, they were doing dramatic stuff this is this turns into a very dramatic cartoon i mean i'm not saying that's bad like i'm literally not trying to 
I'm not trying to tone police this cartoon. Honestly, I'm not. I'm okay with a cartoon like this getting dramatic. I just was not expecting it. <laughs> um, like, it's, um, I don't know. Like, it's, you see cute little birds and singing songs and doing happy dances, and then I attempted suicide. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, see, like, what, like what, I, what I honestly expected it to be was going to, I, I expected it to be, like, a sort of, um, you know, competition to to woo my girlfriend back type you, thing, like at the beginning, you, you until they until they fly a off the island. Where like <laughs> you expect like, a cartoon where it's like singing antics and pre stuff, like yeah, just like just like a yeah, just like a very innocuous slapstick fair, and it wasn't that. like a, so a nice they... <laughs> a nice Hawaiian bird musical kind of situation. We were expecting that, and then we got like domestic abuse freezing in the snow it's basically a uh, tennessee williams play <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and uh and so oh. uh and so so yeah i guess uh do remind me the exact details of what happens because she doesn't okay, okay so she, she um, so basically the oh go ahead sir okay so what she does is she sort of like she drops while screaming which is yeah and then she lands right on the head of the uh, other Hawaiian bird, messing bird, who is huddling over a discarded cigarette trying to warm up. Because, oh my god, this thing needs that end in a happy fashion. So then they hug and they reunite and then they fly back to Hawaii and she gets another lay and... They go back to their house and then they have sex. The end. Yep. They. F- they um, they really they really do like close the windows and everything. So yeah, there yeah. is. <laughs> it is implied. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean. Uh, okay. Um. I. There you go. Really, I, really liked this cartoon. That was really good. I'm saying that here. I like it. I like it too. As much as I'm baffled by it. <laughs> Oh no! Like it's, I it's like, just, I I guess it's just weird because I don't expect a cartoon like this to happen in 1946. Yeah, I could see this being like an art project from like maybe like the 2000s well, or today or something. Like I I don't expect this. <laughs> I don't expect this from just after World War Two. Yeah, remember? Well, it just like remember that little that little Audrey cartoon. That yes. ended oh, up yeah. being the one that ended up being racist, but also fe- like that one has a bird funeral in it, and that one really took us by surprise because I mean, of how grim I, I, it turned. Like I, it, like that I, was a, that was a much more poorly executed. Uh, God damn. Well, okay, like, I, uh, I would argue, I would argue that I like that one a little bit more, just because it goes so over the top so quickly. Yeah, that we, it's we hilarious. Were, that's the thing is we were laughing through that one. We weren't really laughing through this one. Uh, yeah, this one. This one was uh, just a lot more. This gee, one's I don't sad. know. Like, it, it's, it, it's hit, like, it hit a realness that I didn't expect, and it, like it a just very seems sad. like maybe maybe it's just a little bit. Um, like I guess I just don't feel like it fits in with the Popeye cartoons and stuff that the children will be watching on this collection. <laughs> you know, like it's like <laughs> so that's Hey uh, kids. Just imagine this exact same cartoon, but like Gabby is the one of the birds. <laughs> oh no. Oh gosh. Like 
Um, uh, or a snap, crackle, and pop. <laughs> yeah, it's, this cartoon is... I, I, Yeah, I like it, and I would issue a warning to anyone who is tempted to watch it. So I would suggest go. it, though. I would legitimately suggest it. Mm. Yep. I, I think it's fun. I think... Well, not fun. It's no, good. It's... it's good. It's... Uh, it's... It hits some cliches a little too hard, but at the same time, I think it's gorgeously animated. I love the character designs, and I do enjoy the ambition of a cartoon like this existing. As so. it turns out, cartoons can make you feel things. And they were yeah. cute birds in it, so... They were very cute birds. Very cute goose. Yes, uh, even though the Orioles were literal domestic abusers, I, I, I still think the design is cute. Yep. Maybe not, not all Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um uh, uh so yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um now that we're done watching cartoons for the night, uh we're going to go ahead and move on to our prompt. Um so uh every week we ask our audience to answer a prompt. Uh we uh, basically about a lot of different things involving cartoons. Uh, it's um, it's actually really fun. I really like that. Uh, I, I I really like this uh, thing. And uh, wow, I'm I like the audience completely stolen. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. The audience engagement is really good. You guys always we have always, really great answers. We always appreciate and, it, and we we love hearing what you have to say. And uh, I want uh, I want to start off by talking about an old prompt. Uh, so. Uh, you can reply to any old prompt we've had on the show in the past. Uh, you just have to send us an email at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com. Uh, that's the best way to get, respond to an older prompt, and uh, we really do appreciate it. So, if, you, uh, if you respond to us with an older prompt on like Twitter, we're probably not going to see it. But like he said, the email is the best way to do that. Yeah. So uh, we got an uh, email uh, from an older prompt uh, by uh, Stubbadub. Uh, and it was answering the prompt, what is their favorite form of animation? Um, so uh, their response was, I would say stop motion, whether it's model or uh, model, figure-based, claymation, or cutout. It, uh, it is the best form of animation since it feels like more it is more tangible and lifelike. Uh, this is likely because Wallace and Gromit shorts were my favorite cartoons growing up. Uh, the fact that the well, uh, the fact that the character models and settings of stop motion works uh, exist or existed in a physical real life form is honestly enchanting. Uh, stop motion is uh, able to execute a unique and atmos a, a unique atmosphere that traditional and CGI uh, animation cannot pull off. Uh, when it's just used for special effects in older films, the jittery quality makes it even more eerie and unsettling compared to the smooth movement of CGI. Um, I think that's a really good argument and uh you mentioning like that there was like a physical object that exists as why one of the reasons why that you like it that is probably one of the reasons why i love it and why i really want to go to comic-con one year like at san diego comic-con one year just because every year uh Leica has like a little mini museum that they put up where they show off all their models from like previous films from like Coraline on oh that's like, real cool and yeah, and like you, they actually have the entire like last year they had like the entire uh, other mother version of the house uh, as like the set there. Oh, there. Uh, that's so yeah, 
is really cool. And they have a lot of really cool stuff like that. It's, uh, I, I think, I, I, I agree. that That's one of the most amazing things because you can see an object. Like, it's, it's literally possible that I could see an object from one of my favorite films that still exists uh, in a form like that. Yep. So two two notes, I, two comments for me actually. I, first of all, like I, I do agree with all that's been said so far. Just with the just with the added footnote of I think there is a reason that stop motion is used most often for uh, like fantasy, you know, magical realism mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it's because it it feels in itself almost uh, like a magic trick. Which is awesome. Uh, and the other thing is uh, specifically for you said it was Stub It Up who sent this in, right? Yes. Yeah, specifically for them. Like if, if you're interested uh, a lot in the idea of uh, of uh, like the the physicality of stop motion, and you haven't seen any of it before, I think that specifically for that reason, you should uh, you should watch some of the stuff, some of the films by Jan Svankmeyer or some of the shorts by Jan Svankmeyer. Uh, because mm. there's a there's a heavy emphasis on uh, on the physicality of uh, of the objects in his uh, in his films and shorts, and he's he did probably that one, Alice one, right? Yeah, he did. That's probably his most famous work. Is he did a, he did an adaptation of Alice in Wonderland that I, it's really good. It's a little dry, but it's really good. <laughs> you said something. It's also got really creepy puppets. Yeah, yeah. that somebody said something to the effect of it being like terrifying. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it is it is a it is kind of scary. Uh, but uh, but yeah, definitely check out Jan Svankmeyer. Uh, and yep, that's my comments. I got a comment. All right, okay. I want to specifically talk about the fact that he said that in well, uh, what 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 is Stubby Dubs like? What should should I go with them? Should I go with he or just say um, them if you don't know? Them, okay. just them. say them. Okay. Right, their uh, their previous comment about um, like it being used for older movies and having an eerie like uh quality to it. I mean, definitely we we talk about Ray Harryhausen and his uh his work and stuff all the time in that aspect, and there's a reason that Tool used uh stop motion for a lot of their videos. It it definitely nice. does fit that creepy like that eerie weird vibe. It's it's good for that. It's good for that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um so yeah, thank you a lot for that stub dub. Thank you so um, much. So So uh we actually have a uh we had a prompt from last week and this one's a little bit of a different one than we've had in the past. Uh like uh there is uh, so normally we ask about questions about like uh you know canon official works by like big studios and all that kind of stuff um this week we asked uh what is your favorite fan creation based off of a cartoon um and that included anything like a music a comic uh individual art fanfic anything goes uh, i'm very excited for my answer to this one <laughs> i am happy with mine too uh but before that let's hear what the audience said um so uh, we got a response from uh, Doctor B, um, and hey, they said, eh, uh, "They said, uh, not even going to lie, Fallout Equestria. It mixes my favorite game series with a good show for something uh, that works oddly well. Plus, a lot of gay, a whole lot of gay. We like gay. 
We do like gay. I do like gay. I like a gay a lot. Um, but I don't I mean, know, okay. and I don't know what Fallout Equestria is, though. Uh, um, so Fallout Equestria is a mix of My Little Pony and the Fallout saying into, like, a big old like, conglomerated saying. I think, like, the main book is... it, book like, a tabletop is, RP? Oh, it's a book. It's a fan it's, fiction. It is a it's a big ass fan fiction. Like uh okay. I believe there's one big like thing out there saying that it's longer than War and Peace at this point. <laughs> it is huge. And you there the, are go ahead. Like the, the longest work of published fiction uh in history is actually a fan fiction. Really? Yeah, I think it's a Super Smash Brothers fan fiction, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I heard about that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, like literally, that literally the longest work of, of known published fiction in history is an ongoing Super Smash Brothers fan fiction. So but that's a I fun mean, fact. Okay. So like okay. Um But I Oh go on. Uh I was just gonna say like, it was, I believe, done by one person, but there have been a bunch of other, like, authors who have done, like, Continue. other spinoff, yeah. Okay. Stories and stuff. Yeah. I know that people have, like, made their own versions of Tabletop with the setting as well, so I, but, but like, yeah, like, I, um, okay, so here's the truth, um, I was really into ponies for uh, a good few years back uh, when like season one, two and three and most of four was going on. Um, and uh, there were definitely fan works I really enjoyed from that era. Uh, there are also a lot that I didn't like I enjoyed and now really regret even like uh, like, oh, oh, my God, I, that was actually really bad. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but like. God, but no, but like seriously, like a. Uh, but there was like a few good fan fictions out there that I actually did really like, and it was one of the few times I actually really I liked think, a fan fiction. I think My Little Pony uh, has a has an extremely active fan fiction community. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Like I, I yeah. yeah. I mentioned before in a previous prompt that like cartoon pastel horse fan fiction helped me through a breakup. So. Yeah. No. Like there was a. There was a. There was a. There was one fan fiction, I don't remember what it's called, but it was basically about Spike getting older and, like, becoming, like, a normal-sized dragon and how the he had to adjust with that and the fact that he was going to, like, outlive the other ponies because, like, all the, like, you know, and all the people oh. knew and, like, you know, having to, like, come to grips with that kind of situation and all the while, like, the town not really <laughs> wanting to have him in the town because, like, he takes up so much space and he's, like, not really... Like you know, that just that reminds kind of me of the. That just reminds me of Puff the Magic Dragon. You know, I mean, have you ever read the lyrics of that song where it's like, "Oh, yeah, they ate candy yeah. together and they went on adventures, and now he's dead. <laughs> he's dead, and Puff has to live with that forever. There's no I mean, relief. <laughs> like that's how it I mean, ends. <laughs> I mean, like I, I, I just remember that that fan fiction did. Oh my god, I'm admitting this. It did make me cry. Oh god. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's fine. Um, I admitted I, I said I liked Lady in the Tramp 2 on this podcast, so you can admit that a yeah. fan fiction made you cry. 
right. Well, it's a pony fan fiction too, so it's like yeah. even more embarrassing. All right. Um, but I mean, I mean, truthfully, truthfully, I don't really. I have issues with the My Little Pony fandom, but I don't. I I understand why people like it. I I used to really like it, and I can see why people still like it. And I have nothing against people who love the show still and are really passionate about it. In fact. There are a lot of people who are really cool people who still like it. I just, you know, it's it's hard for me to talk about those days because I just feel like such a huge wave of embarrassment. Like, I don't really like thinking about that anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Anyways, uh, let's get off the two real train here. Um, but yeah, uh, B, thank you so much for your response. I... I should ask you more about that in the near future. All right. I would like and to hear so more an- about that from you. We have another response from the wonder Gomer. Uh, and they said, Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, since most of my fan works experience is with uh, video game fanfic that said, uh, the best I can come up with is a series of Mega Man fanfics over the Mega Man home over at the uh, Mega Man homepage. They incorporated Captain N, the Captain N universe, uh, into the Mega Man timeline. Did any? Did either of you watch Captain N? I know up? of it. Not I know several up, I things saw, of it. I saw a little bit of it as an adult. I mean, I I definitely didn't watch it because it was way before my time. I remember. I have a distinct memory of uh when i was like in middle school there was like a so i was in computer class and my teacher uh linked uh like it was giving us like a bunch of links that we could like of websites we could go to uh and one of them was a website for like to place to watch cartoons for kids for free and one of them was the legend of zelda cartoon and up until we that may, point we may have talked about this before but keep going. Maybe. Uh, well, I, I don't I don't think I have, but um, but I was like, oh, my God, there is a Legend of Zelda cartoon. And I remember seeing that there was like a DVD box set of like those at like Walmart ones. And I was like, oh, my God, they made a Legend of Zelda cartoon. I never knew this. Uh, and then I watched some of the cartoon and then like it took me like two minutes for me to go. No. So yeah, because we because we, we had we I think we have talked about this because like I I told you I had the exact same experience where like I was a little kid, uh, like Oracle of Seasons just came out and I had been playing it a lot and I discovered there was a Zelda cartoon and back then and in uh, in in those early days finding videos on the internet wasn't easy, <laughs> like you really oh, yeah. had to search so I I dug and I dug and I dug and I finally found it. Like, I was so, so stoked. And I turned it on, and I was like, eh. <laughs> <And then laughs> I, I became, like, immediately disinterested. So, uh, yeah, that happened But, like, me. I mean, and Captain N, I've never seen a frame of, honestly. Like, I've, I've, heard, I've seen clips. Uh, I know that now that... It's real. Uh, it's real now. They got them all in. The whole gang is here. Yep. Yep, the whole gang's in uh, Smash Bros. now, so I just need to make my Captain and me, and then there you go. Um, and then, God, I mean, all they need I don't is know. Game it's, Boy. Yeah. By the way, but that was a fucking character it's, in the show. There was literally a Game Boy named oh, Game no, Boy. I know that was something they added in the second season because they wanted to market the Game Boy. I knew that. 
Um, okay. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I, I can't say anything more other than my experiences, but you know what? I'm sure that that comic is great. Uh, I'll accept that as an answer. So thank you. You Wanda know, Gomer. there was back in the day, there were a lot of Mega Man like fan stuff all around. Like, I think the one, the one thing that I remember from the Mega Man like fan group and stuff was the Bob and George comic. Oh, yeah. Do any of you guys remember this one? Nope. Um, uh, it, I mean, I I know of it. So, Bob and George was like the Mega Man fan comic back in the day. Casey. It did the thing that all fan comics tend to do, where it starts off like as a gag comic and then slowly becomes more and more serious by the end of the... Uh, <laughs> By the end of the run, to the point where they start having animatics where Proto Man is comforting Roll as she dies and tells, he just tells her to go to sleep as he goes off to do something else. So oh it, my, just, like, it just becomes very austere. Yes. <laughs> like, like, literally like every loss. webcomic does this. <laughs> yeah. Literally every webcomic does this. Maybe Adventure Zone does this. Good old, good old. Well, yeah, but Adventure Zone, they knew how to do it at least. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would, uh, wonder or Gomer, if you could, if you could get me the title of this, I'd be very interested in it. Thank you so much. Um, I mean, it's, uh, the, oh yeah, give them the series. Yeah. Get the, get that over to the, give that over to the cat, Wonder Gomer. Please do. Um, okay. Um, our last response from our audience was from Viviku, who said, uh, this is probably uh, purely audio medium based, but I love fan animations of, and animatics of stuff. I like seeing how people imagine scenes happen in podcasts or just make a funny moment even funnier with visuals. Um, you know, I was debating whether or not this counts, but I'm going to say yes, it does. Because uh, I love that shit too. It's Entirely kinda, on that premise. It's kind of the other way around of the premise where it's a cartoon out of fan work. Sure, but I mean it's a fan work cartoon. It's animation related, so it counts. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna fight it just because again, I really love this shit too. Like it's <laughs> some of my favorite things. Um, what's what's her what's her name? Louis Zong? Their name? Uh yeah. Uh his name. It's him. Okay. Uh but yeah, uh Louis, uh, he does like all those really great Mabim Man ones, like the one for uh, ice cream songs, and uh, he also did uh, the great uh, one about uh, the cats wanting to go to school. Um, put on some skinner. Like, put on some skinner. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of uh, they, they do some really good stuff. Uh, there's some really good adventure zone ones out there. Uh, one of my favorite ones being the one where it's oh, one of my favorite ones uh, that I remember is that is it's kind of like a weird Ouroboros of like fan reference of another fan reference of another fan reference where uh, they did this. It was someone who was uh, who made a anime animatic of Finn from Adventure Time and Jake the dog. Uh, like doing the scene from Bim Bam about can you curse a real sword? Uh, like uh, that one's like it's like it's this. It was this really great bit from Bim Bam where Justin was like uh, this horrible shopkeep talking about doing like, whether doing or not like he can, they're like, like who's on first type thing. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's a really good one where it basically replaced Griffin with J- uh, Griffin with uh, uh, Finn and like a shopkeep with Justin and like uh, Travis was uh, uh, Jake and it was just really freaking great. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I think I'll just have Alex link in the show notes because it's a good one. We did actually get uh, another response. Oh, we did. Yeah, but they didn't use the hashtag. Uh, so oh. that, but I, I'm going to read it anyway because okay. this is my friend Bird Allergies, who uh, okay. I met uh, when we both uh, wrote uh, Mountain Goats parodies about uh, the about the Patrick Gill's uh, Toad back oh, in the okay. day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, they said, there's a cover of Blue Magic from Adventure Time on YouTube that I love. And the user is uh, Brave Baluk, I think, B-R-A-V-E-B-U-L-U-C. And I looked it up, and it is a very well-produced, very pretty song. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, There's actually a lot of really good uh, fan songs out there. Um, for sure like a lot of I've noticed that like a lot of uh, a lot of people will cover like the Steven Universe songs and oh, yeah. they do they do a really good job with those and just stuff like that I, uh, I really it like it does that. have a lot of good songs it does but yeah I think that's a good choice uh, hey Alex can you play a snippet right here, right here? it's a humid I totally heard that, and that was totally great. I've totally <laughs> heard that song before. Um, <laughs> but in all seriousness, thank you. Uh, yeah, just uh, yes, yeah, normally, uh, yeah, just uh, hashtag please. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm gonna miss you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I actually have a direct response from Fine Ersine, who sent it to me during the show. Oh, okay. okay, so we're all just gonna break format. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Fine Ersine says. There's a season one fan comic of Satam, the uh, the good Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. It's been going on for hmm. nearly 10 years, and a few of the artists and writers have gone on to work on official stuff, like actually the actual Archie comic of Sonic, before it got shut down. It's a... Uh... Oh, yeah. Wait, have you heard of this? I mean, I heard, I've heard of the fact that there were people 
who made fan fiction and like fan comics of like Sonic the Hedgehog that eventually went into work on Sonic the Hedgehog, like comics and stuff like that. I know that was a thing. I just didn't know like the context of it. A lot of people have uh, started in fan fiction and gone on to like be really successful. Like uh, the Twilight fan fiction community. <laughs> Man, let's move on. Okay, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> it's called Sea Threason, and it's loosely based on the leaked story bible for the proposed final season for 1995. That's really neat, you know, and, like, uh, they end up taking, like, cartoons and stuff that, like, never finish, and they, like, sort of, like, take it to the, to the end point, and, like, and another medium, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I know they oh, yeah, did... that... Go ahead. Go on. No, no, go on. Okay. I know they did that with Buffy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what else was the... Oh, yeah, Gargoyles, too. I know they did that with Gargoyles. But, That's uh... That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Firesign, for your response. It's really appreciated. All right. So, uh... Let's see here. All right, so that's it from, like, responses from our audience. So uh, which one of you two want to go first? Um, I go first a lot. Do you want to go first, sir? Hell yeah, I do. Okay. All right. I have one that I'm going to tell you guys after the podcast, but I have one that I'm going to bring up now, and that is the Misadventures of Skook series. <laughs> That, yeah, those I are, agree. Yeah, those <laughs> are some damn good YouTube poops. I think in general YouTube poops that do a really good job of uh taking like cartoons and stuff and recontextualizing them into some really fun, really random animations. And the Skook series is up there on like just general weird quotable stuff that I think like years since they've come out, we we occasionally like even bring up on this podcast. Yeah, we've talked about skooks before. I know yep. HT oh, really yeah. likes skooks. Um, yep. Uh, should Did we mention that skooks is a Scooby-Doo YouTube poop or just that it's a YouTube poop? I, d- I think we just mentioned that it's a YouTube poop. But yeah. Okay, it, yep. It's, it's a Scooby-Doo it, YouTube poop. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, an, it's insanely quotable. Um, though I will say, uh, as per most cases with YouTube poops, uh, it is really offensive at points like probably needlessly yeah, it's, offensive it's if i'm gonna be frankly sometimes it's problematic at times um but you know uh it's still got a lot of really good lines uh and really good moments uh it's not like irredeemable garbage like some stuff from that era so uh yeah uh i i, I love skooks i quote it all the time it's great it's really really great Okay, uh, I'll, so mine is, uh, so uh, I picked something called Notes from Toontown, which is a, a retelling of events in Roger Rabbit canon, including the unproduced prequel, Roger Rabbit and the Toon Platoon, and oh, Roger Rabbit, the Resurrection crap. of Doom, told in the form of a hip-hop EP. <laughs> what? And it is... Okay, by, that's a swerve. Yeah, it is by a rapper named MC Lars, who wrote, I, I believe, it seven tracks. Uh, okay, most, link me most this after the are, show. Yeah, what? Link me this after the show. 
Sure, yeah, it's on Bandcamp. It's called Notes from Toontown by MZ Lars. It's like seven tracks. The first one uh, detailing events in the prequel, in the unproduced prequel. Uh, hmm. And Oh, uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, what was it, like? The Toon Platoon. Who drafted, who drafted uh, Roger Rabbit. That's what uh, it was. Yeah, something something to that effect. Uh, and well, then, it was it was a it was a parody of wartime cartoons at the time. Like that was the whole point is that he was drafted into the war. Yeah, uh, because tunes were basically invincible and stuff like that, and they were trying to weaponize that. Uh, but tunes wouldn't do that. But that basically, uh, it was all set to go except uh, Rod, uh, Steven, Spielberg Steven Spielberg refused to work on it <laughs> because it had yeah. cartoonish portrayals of Nazis. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like basically, so, it was like after, like he just finished Schindler's List, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing this." I'm that, sorry. That and also, and then it fell apart also, that. that was around the time of the uh, Spielberg Eisner blood feud, right? I don't know. I don't Probably. know. Uh, but yeah, it, it details. It, it has a track that details that. It has another track that details the uh, the Marvel comic uh, sequel that was only released as a comic. <laughs> Uh, so mm. it really, it really pulls out all the stops. And then the final track is actually a commentary track to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I haven't listened to admittedly, but the part of it that's an album, I really, really enjoy. It's extremely cheesy <laughs> and <laughs> it's very good. Uh, so that's mine. Nose from Toontown. Nice. And I should mention it's a friend of the show, Nemo, who told me about that the first time thank you so much nemo thank you hc i will mention that i have another answer now that i just remembered when you're uh when you're when you're uh done yourself well no so. you can go that's fine i'm actually still doing a little stuff here all right so there's this one like comic that i can't remember the name of I know it was written by Black Slandis, which is, uh, but it's, it's all about. No, 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 no. What? Okay. I'm going, I'm going because I know the f*** you're talking about because that's my answer. Oh, that's okay? your answer? Literally it was. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, uh, my answer is a comic called Boys Night. Uh, it is written by Max Landis, as Cirque said. And is written, uh, illustrated by A.P. Quash. And basically, the concept of the co- uh, comic is, uh, it's basically Donald, Goofy, and Mickey having a boys' night out. Like, they they basically had the first day off in, like, where they could all hang out together in, like, two years. They're big, famous movie stars. And uh, they're just trying to have a normal night together. And, like, it's honestly really humanizing of all all three of these characters um like like it's it's uh mickey's like oh god it's it's hard for me to really explain it because like without going into a plot dude but um it's just it's such a good good uh comic that i remember reading way back when and i was actually kind of struggling to figure out what i was going to say for this i had a couple ideas of where i wanted to go with this but ultimately the thing that uh like I had a couple of decent Zootopia like ones I was thinking about putting up, like some like AU like like comics on like, um, but like what ultimately when I remembered this, I realized this was the one I wanted to do because this is a hundred percent within the wheelhouse of the show, and also just such a great like a great story about being middle middle aged and just 
like knowing that a lot of your good stuff is behind you, but you're still trying to, you know, get by like you were like still the same person, you know, despite everything that's been going on in your life and everything that's happened, you want to try to be a, the same person that you were. And sure, there's stuff that happens. And it's, it's just a really sweet story about three guys, one like that are just trying to have a normal night out. It doesn't necessarily work out. Uh, they get way too drunk. They uh, deal with like assholes at a club at one point. Um, but it's it's got a really sweet ending to it, too. And it's just it's great. It's really, really, really great. It is extremely well done. Um, so, yeah, it's called uh, Boys Night. Uh, just Google it. Uh, just um, it's fantastic. Um, and yeah, definitely check it out. I am really amazed. Yeah, and I'm genuinely amazed that uh, Cirque was about to say the thing that I was going to say. It just popped into my head. It just popped into my head. I did not honestly think that any of you were going to mention that. I was a little scared, but then I was like, ah, this is too obscure. No one's going to remember this shit. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a really, really good comic. Uh, Uh... it's very quotable too. Uh so just yeah, look it up. A plus stuff. Um, and with that, uh that has been Toontown Public Works. Now, uh the prompt for next week. What's the prompt for next week? What is Okay, how about this? Yes. Um Let's see. Well, let's see, next week's September. Yeah. So next week, let's do Wait, I don't actually. I think we might have actually done this. Have we done something about superheroes before? Wait, what? Go ahead. Okay, so I was gonna say, uh, what is your favorite cartoon about superheroes? (gasps) Yep, Cirque would remember if we had done this one before. Yeah, I think (laughs) I might have. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I just always avoided this one because it just seemed a bit obvious, but. At the same time, there's so many different types of things. And I'm not just saying, like, an adaptation of, like, a comic. I'm saying, like, it could be something that's an entirely original superhero group uh, that was animated. Uh, that ranges from stuff like The Incredibles to a whole bunch of other stuff, honestly. Uh, it might have even been more relevant before when The Incredibles 2 came out. But, eh, let's just do this right now. So, I yes. like this prompt. What is, your, what is your favorite cartoon about superheroes? Uh, so just, uh, if you want to, if you want to hear your answer on the show, just, uh, you can either reply to the tweet that's going to be posted right after this comes up. Uh, that's, uh, with the, uh, hashtag Toontown prompt. Uh, the, the, the Twitter account is, uh, Toontown public, or you could just send us an email, which is, uh, Toon at, uh, Toontown public works at gmail.com. Uh, both of them are great ways. And speaking of the email, you can always shoot us an email about, anything else whether it be about past prompt or just wanted to talk about stuff you heard on the show or anything else i i genuinely love hearing from you so um yeah go ahead and uh send us an email sometime um we would always as always we would like to thank alex and aki uh for breaking their backs especially with this episode where we everything went wrong and everything sucks. We say that every uh, week, but we're never wrong. But more, this more than any other week. <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah, mo- what we worse do than most weeks. What we do is we take this audio, which is crap, and then we hand it to them as basically, you know, like how, like, like, like I'm the cat that is bringing the dead mouse that is this audio recording to their doorstep, and, and saying, somehow they turn it into a Thanksgiving dinner. They use they use <laughs> hammers and like a Rube Goldberg machine. It's like da 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 da, and then the podcast <laughs> comes <laughs> out. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how they do it. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you have to pay them then. Um, <laughs> Me neither. Let's, 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 let's not. Let's, let's pay. Uh, let's look, not pay them the, the machine needs parts, okay? <laughs> Otherwise, it becomes a machine for pigs, and nobody wants that. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find us on our website, which is uh, toontownpublicworks.com. Um, that's where you'll find all the episodes that we've had, as well as all our show notes. Um, and, uh, that's where we'll, that's where we put all the tunes that we really liked, uh, and watched today, basically. Um, let's see. Let's go ahead and say. You can, did we already mention our show notes? I literally just did. Okay. Um. Uh, one other thing Um, that you can do while you're on the interwebs is you can leave uh, reviews for us on iTunes or wherever you get this podcast because they're very helpful in getting us noticed and they help with the algorithms and stuff to put us up like, uh, put us up on the board a bit so people can see us. They also create massive anxiety for me and, uh, (laughs) when I... Sometimes I just click on the, the iTunes page to like see if there's anything come up, and then I have like a mini heart attack until I realize that no one has made another review. <laughs> Which is but, usually but, a huge look, okay, that's not fair. That's not fair because there actually was a review very recently that gave us five stars. So thank you very much for that. By the way, should we um, should we talk about the review that we we saw recently? Yeah, we we got a review in April from someone named Lee who uh, was. Uh, I I believe said that uh, they were a student of animation, uh, and uh, they uh, they said that they recommended the podcast to other animation students because it's a good time. the The concept is cute, and it's for people who love animation. To which I say I'm extremely flattered, and also <laughs> please yeah. nobody nobody ever. Consider us professionals, please. <laughs> this no, is like we're we're, we're just haven't like, been to college, okay? Please, yeah. <laughs> we're just I I've uh, I'm I'm literally just a fan, like an obsessed fan with this, and I watch too much of this. Shit. That's literally all this yeah. is. <laughs> I I can't even draw. I I like I'm just a doofus. I watch too many Disney movies. I'm glad you like my opinions. <laughs> I do appreciate that, but. Uh, yeah, just yeah. In fact, enjoy an anima- us. We're an not an, an authority. As an animation student, that makes us your fans. So, uh, congratulations on that. Um, let, so. let me just say that's that's uh-huh. really fucking cool, and thank you so much for doing that, my my animation student friend. Thank you so much. All right, all right. So, uh, let's see. I think that's everything. I want to say. I want to say that's everything. Seems like. So, so in that case, uh, I'm HTV Raccoon. I'm Casey the dog. I'm Sarah the cat. And this has been Toontown Public Works and these cartoons 
They've been archived. Insert a joke here. Even Gabby. As much as we hate him. Gabby's His corpse is just Gabby's, he's just laying in the incinerator right now. Gabby's going <laughs> in the fucking vault and we're closing the door and we're just leaving him in there to suffocate. There's no air it's in like, there. It, this is it's like an alternate version of Animaniacs where like they open up the vault and like they come Gabby comes out and they just push him back in. Because <laughs> he's just such a shit asshole. It's really? like the cast uh, it's like the cask of a Montalago. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're uh, listen, we're leaving Gabby in there to become another dead mouse ABI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good night, everyone. Good night, folks. Um, uh, um, oh, I, I, I'm so sad. I'm <coughs> I cannot do that fucking voice. Uh.